This week on the BAMCast. For Black Friday, we serve up a heapin' helpin' of leftover turkey. One dinosaurologist, we're in. All right, welcome to the BAMCast. Hey, BAMCast. Hey, BAMCast. Episode 102. 102. Speaking of Nintendo 102. (laughs) Oh, hi, 102. So, I'm Harlow. I'm Mackie. I'm sorry. I'm Chuck. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. Yep. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. What do we do each and every week here on the band? Sometimes we suffer. Usually with much more enthusiasm. Sometimes we suffer. We suffer greatly for your enjoyment Mm. by digging back into the past of bad movies. And uh, then we excavate one up, Mm -hmm. dust it off, and we watch it. Then we come here and talk about it for about 30 minutes. And then we rate it. It gets one to five jocks. If it's a good bad movie, an enjoyable bad movie after Robot Jocks. Or, as is much more likely this week, it gets one to five bags in a negative sliding scale, as in douchebags after Twilight. Mm. Because after, as uh, I think uh, some people said, we have been joxing far too many movies. Uh, mm. Sorry. To start Triple Rex, off with a bang, we did 1995. Not with a bang, but with a whimper. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh. This is the way the world ends. <laughs> callbacks mm-hmm. <laughs> 1995's theodore rex straight Dear to video God, classic what have i done whoopi goldberg and rubber dinosaur motion picture <laughs> yep yeah if you can call it that uh, it was a picture that had motion it in did it. move mm-hmm. i saw it far too much apparently yeah. there was film used mm-hmm. yep and apparently at the time it was the most expensive direct-to-video movie ever 35.5 million wow so well spent so let's get a plot summary. Let's get a plot summary. Think how many diseases they could have cured, and how much hope they could have brought the world. They could have just and instead they incinerated this movie, and then it would have brought hope to the world. Mm. But anyway, plot summary. Then we'll go. Okay. All right. In an alternate futuristic society, a tough female police detective is paired with a talking dinosaur to find the killer of dinosaurs and other prehistoric animals, leading them to a mad scientist bent on creating a new Armageddon. Thank you. Run on sentence. Is that what happened? Yes. I don't even remember. All right. I mean, I think I remember some of that. There was a lady in it. There was a lady in it. And a dinosaur. And (laughs) there's Whoopi Goldberg's enormous ass. Uh Uh-huh. The biggest ass to ever be committed. The tightest outfit that ass should not be in. With the exception of maybe uh, Precious, based on the novel Pushed by Sapphire. (laughs) The largest ass committed to film. (laughs) Yes. Uh. Let's... Let's address the main part of this movie. Okay. Whoopi Goldberg's um, she giant tried, ass. <laughs> she tried to get out of it. Mm-hmm. She did. Yeah. She was... Bless her heart. She had. They had to reach a legal agreement to yeah. get her to return to do the picture. What mm-hmm. I actually find interesting is that I was under the impression that she had been kind of forced into it. Like there was an actual lawsuit, like a, a judge decided this is what you're going to do. But it says in the Wikipedia article that they settled, which... Mm. Big mistake, Whoopi. Never settle. <laughs> no. Well, she settled on, they were going to pay her $5 million. Instead, they paid her $7 million. Not enough. That is not enough. Not enough by... by not enough for this. By but at again, least $23 million. Then again, not they enough. sued her for $20 million. That was the initial suit. And then she settled it. Because no one would have wanted to see it without Whoopi Goldberg. They, no one wanted to see it with no. Whoopi Goldberg. Well, Whoopi Goldberg would have been better off giving, like, just giving up twenty million dollars mm-hmm. if she had it. 
Yeah. So yeah. then, I guess as punishment, they stuck her in a black skin-tight bodysuit mm-hmm. with, like, this weird belt and vest yeah. thing that at has least her it, gun holster on it and other stuff. But she wears this throughout the entire movie. At least it covers up what may be her breasts. I guess. At least some of it. Well, yeah, yeah. and the belt is, like, up by her breasts. Yeah. <laughs> which only accentuates the fact that she has... A gigantic ass, and, and they norm- always shoot yeah, her, her she's, from she's wearing like mom tights. Yeah, yeah. gigantic to, ass mom tights. That had to be revenge. I think I, it had to have been because have been. there are more butt shots of her than like anyone in any movie ever. Yeah, I mean, you could have been. Sensitive they make to a it. point to make her like set her marks as all right. Turn away from the camera here. <laughs> walk towards whatever it is. Look back and then turn again. Yeah, I mean it's excessive Mm -hmm. but that's not the worst part of the movie no nope it's everything everything else (laughs) everything is the worst part of the movie no there is one clear object of hatred for me go ahead that'd be teddy rex teddy rex teddy rex of the titular theodore rex tell us the eponymous theodore rex (laughs) the eponymous all right tell us about now if if you've seen the tv show dinosaurs Mm -hmm. uh that was on abc like in the early 90s not the baby yes yeah Mm-hmm. It's one of those. All right. I have to stop you there. Henson Studios was involved in the Dinosaurs TV show. I've just found yeah. this out. Mm-hmm. So These guys were not. I am I am nixing all future <laughs> references to the Dinosaurs TV show. But just I'm going to say, think about how they moved yeah. and how they animated, and that is what this is. Someone it's a it it's a it's a poor cross. It's a cross between a poor ripoff of both the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles head and. <laughs> The head movement, which also yeah. Vincent, and the dinosaurs, I yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. or no, yeah. that was Stan Winston. Well, it was, yeah, the worst part though, that's not even the worst part. No, this son of a bitch dinosaur <laughs> comes off as a cross <laughs> between Kevin James and Michael Sarah. That's accurate. Mm-hmm. Think about and a that Holocaust with faculties. <laughs> of a combination. <laughs> blubbering and mm-hmm. stumbling its way through this fucking movie mm-hmm. almost every frame and you, and that's what you get do you want to know what's really bad about that like you you're in a good position let me just say that because i am well yes because <laughs> why i just watched this movie how can i be in a good position right now? I'm, I'm about to citizen game bring this around oh it's no coming. here we go george newburn the guy who did the voice for him mm-hmm. i have a lot of love for some of his past work mm-hmm. as a voice actor Mm-hmm. Okay, and, and this like, this makes me want to hate every single second of it. That's what's horrible. He, I mean, he he is uh, he's a voice from Pirates of Darkwater. He was uh, Superman all throughout Justice League, the Superman cartoon, Batman appearances, everything. It's just like he is a fairly talented voice actor. Well, I don't know if they gave him some meth and said go crazy, or if you know who knows. Well, Chuck and I were talking about this before. We had a little chat. Okay, yeah, and. <laughs> He felt that the director, when staging everything, hung him out to dry, pretty much. And I'll let you go. No, from I here, just think I think on set they had the animatronics people just moving the mouth like crazy, and then when right. it came time to loop the voice, it was like oh, I've yeah. got to fill in all of those times when the dinosaur opens its mouth. So 
99% of the dinosaur's dialogue is a lot of, <laughs> and just weird ass noises. Yeah, and just narrating whatever he's doing yeah, at the time. Just t- constantly dum de dum. Oh, no, I understand. <laughs> I understand that. I'm just saying, like, it was so atrocious that it, it makes me want to go back and hate anything that this man has ever yeah. done kind of thing. Well, the, the badness really does start with the puppeteering because sure. there there's no there's no direct link between the dialogue and the way the, the mouth moves. No. At all. No. It's only a coincidence when it actually happens to line up. <laughs> yeah. And even then... Please don't watch this movie. <laughs> Gosh, should we... <sighs> I, I don't even want to go blow by blow on this thing. It, it's just, okay. It's a murder mystery. It's They're a murder mystery a murder set mystery. in this weird-ass alternate universe where... All the animals have died. All the animals are dead, and this one dude is cloning them to bring them back. And he's brought a lot of other things back, but for some reason, dinosaurs, dinosaurs are brought back, but they're people-sized, and they talk, and they get jobs... And drive cars and, and they're play annoying as fuck. in strip clubs. They're still kind of like second class citizens. Yes. Yeah, they are. They do try to attempt a tiny bit of racism type awareness. Speciesism. Yeah. I mean, don't they call her a specious at one point? Yeah. Yeah. What are you, because, a specious? Because she says 10 times in a row, but he's, he's a, a dinosaur. dinosaur. When she might as partner, well be saying, but yeah. he's. He's whatever race <laughs> right. you Just choose or whatever we to discriminate against. He's gay. By the way, there is a gay dinosaur in this movie. I couldn't tell if it was supposed to be a gay dinosaur or if it was supposed to be a female dinosaur. It, it was supposed to be a female dinosaur, but that was a dude doing I, a very gay voice. I know. I know. I'm just saying. <laughs> hey. yeah, I, I mean, I just, it was a gay dinosaur. Yeah, okay. Not that there's anything wrong with that. <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, there is, because they're extinct. And if they were around and they look like that, there would definitely be something wrong with that. Maybe that's why they went extinct. They went gay. <laughs> it's in the Bible. Look it up. <laughs> <laughs> yes, the whole part about dinosaurs. I, I remember that you, part. Chuck. I remember that part from saw Bible it, school. Saw it on Fox News. Right. Yeah. Oh, so... Well, let's talk about who else they dragged yeah. into this murder pit of a movie. <laughs> sure. Shaft. Goddamn yes. Shaft. Yeah. Well, Shaft yeah, is in this. He wasn't going to be the first person I go to, but yes, I mean, he plays Mr. the commissioner. Mr. fucking goddamn Shaft, mm-hmm. motherfucker. Yes. But I'm talking about Shaft. <laughs> I, I understand. But in he, this movie. He, luckily, hey. he's only in it for about 10 Shut minutes. Totally. <laughs> but I'm talking. <laughs> he's in it for about 10 minutes. Total. So, but the entire ten ten minutes, minutes, he has to talk to an animatronic dinosaur. I understand that. Fucking Shaft has to talk to a goddamn (laughs) robot dinosaur. Let's just. This is an atrocity. Shaft has done a lot of bad things. Never again. Shaft has has done a lot of bad things. This is the worst. He's a bad mamma. I don't care what bad things he's done. He he just has. Uh, Our our primary top, you know, the guy in charge, bad guy is Armin Mueller Stahl, Mm -hmm. who. Yeah. Is a much better actor. He's like a classic act. What the fuck is he doing here? I don't know. I I don't know. Paycheck. Who did he owe a favor to? I think he, someone said Whoopi Goldberg is attached and he was like, oh, I want to work with Whoopi. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Did we I can imagine Armand's a very big fan of of Whoopi. Yeah. So. Jumpin' Jack Flash. I've always wanted to work with animatronic dinosaurs. I'm sure Jumpin' Jack Flash is Armand Mueller-Stahl's favorite movie of all time. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Or possibly Sister Act 2. Yes. Because he is a man of taste. Six mm. on one hand. Yeah. Uh, his his right hand man is Stephen McHattie, uh, who is a oh big time that guy. He's the we, we can't we can't afford uh, Lance Henriksen. Mm-hmm. That guy. Oh, that 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 guy. Yeah. There's another that guy. Although he's made up here to look like 
Tommy Wiseau. Which he looks just us, like Tommy brought Wiseau. us joy. Tommy Wiseau wearing the Joker's clothes basically because he's wearing like a green shirt yeah. and, I did, and a purple, purple overcoat, jacket, like yeah. a duster. His like then that guy me. has an underling who's really annoying, who's Bud Court. Bud Court. Uh, I don't want to live anymore. <sighs> I who just, has also been in much more acclaimed yeah, movies. He, yeah, he, he was in Electric Dreams. And, yeah, I mean, you know, fucking Harold and Maude. Yeah, I was going <laughs> to say, it's Harold and Maude's Bud Court. Let's right. just leave it at that. Okay. Uh, the voice of Molly Rex, none other than Carol Kane. In full-blown annoying-ass mode. Uh-huh. Which is the only mode Carol Kane comes and, in. But thank God that character is barely in this movie. She's in it way too well, much. She strips down at one point. They make her a singer, which... That's just uh, what we want to hear. Not Carol necessarily Kane, yeah. her strong suit. No, no. And Carol we can Kane. mention that scene too. They make her a singer because she sings in the nightclub, mm-hmm. which they go to, which strangely enough parallels almost exactly <laughs> the scene last week where they go to watch Gene Simmons do his hermaphrodite dance. Yeah, and then goes back into the dressing room afterwards. It was mm-hmm. eerily similar. It's almost the same beats where mm-hmm. this grotesque thing stumbles around on stage singing and. Everyone in the crowd is going nuts over it. and It takes a woman like me to be a dinosaur like yeah, me. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and Theodore Rex is just like, ah! <laughs> You never go for ah! time. Well, this whole nightclub of dinosaurs, the are just, they're all just... They are in the in throes of lust. <laughs> Dino, yeah, dynastasy? They've just given it to their reptilian yeah. side. It, I, don't, yeah. I don't even know how to describe it's it. Dynasty. It's dynasty. It's dinosaur ecstasy. That's it. <laughs> Dynasty. Extasaur. <laughs> that joke would have saved the movie, mm-hmm. but it didn't. Nope. Instead, we got dynastesiologist or whatever the third. There's one, <laughs> other, there's one other primary character in the whole movie. That's Juliet Landau, who up until this point was Martin Landau's, what, daughter, isn't it? She, yeah. she probably yeah. still is. <laughs> well, I'm just saying, that, that's all she was really known for. She was in, uh, you know, Ed Wood. She had not and, shown up in Buffy. Yeah, no, she, and she, she was not famous yet, and she's, she's not pretty, famous now. She's totally not famous, but yes. <laughs> anyway. She's been in stuff. She's Martin She's, Landau's daughter. If you've been on Buffy, you have enough fans somewhere right. somehow. Yeah, it just she can happens. she can do a convention every yeah, weekend. Yeah, she's if at she conventions. Yeah. Anyway, so that that rounds it out. She plays um, Armin Mueller Stahl's like right hand doctor Veronica Shee. Yeah, yeah, she's like a, a doctor, but doesn't do the dirty work. I, it's weird. She's just, anyway, she's just that's there. all the people they the primary people that they drug into this uh, cesspool mm-hmm. of a movie. Yeah. <sighs> So yeah, they're trying to solve a dinosaur murder. Dinosaur's been murdered, and a clone has been murdered, and Whoopi Goldberg's a For robot. For some reason, people care. And the dinosaur's a dinosaur. We got another big trouble little tiny guy. <laughs> it's like, I didn't realize uh, that was him. Yeah. yeah, that's him, yeah. Okay, yeah. Because that, that's Peter. the film's other connection to yes, Never, Never Too Young to Die, is that uh, Peter Kwong. John Stamos's roommate in that movie was the the toy maker or whatever oh, in this no movie. Oh, shit. Yeah, that was him. So the guy that gets farted on for twenty minutes by a dinosaur. <laughs> uh, God, <laughs> yeah. God, we're gonna be a little disjointed on this one because God. we don't want I hate to talk this about movie. it. <laughs> God, fuck this movie. So bad. I'm so God. pissed off. It's anger, furious anger. God, I don't even know what to say anymore. No. Well, you know we've talked before about movies that don't know their tone or their audience. This is one of them. This is one where it's like, who is your audience? Because you know, it's a kids movie. I was trying to. It's I was trying to, to think be of a kids it movie from but the it's, kids movie perspective. But, but it's got a plot that can't be followed. Like period, you can't uh-huh. follow the plot. Well, it's because it's broken. There is shit that happens that luckily they didn't show us the scenes. But I mean, there is shit that goes from one scene to the other that is never explained. Yeah, they there's the whatever the fuck they are. This I don't know. 
the skeelers, whatever the fuck they are. Yeah. The these like little clone guys they've got that do their dirty work. They're like the Foot Clan mm-hmm. or whatever. The, the <laughs> and, tall Jawas. Yeah, and they 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 tear apart Teddy Rex's van that he drives around in <laughs> while he's driving in it. Yeah, and then it cuts to a next scene, and then his van's covered in this like foam shit, and <laughs> it's even played for a laugh. And you're like, "What the fuck is that foam shit?" It it comes out of nowhere. It's, it's never like, addressed. It's never addressed. And then it's like I said, there is literally a shot where it falls on his head. And he's like, "What kind of day am I having?" Or you know, and it's like, "What <laughs> the fuck is on your car?" And there's not even enough stuff that that feels to me like it's kid friendly. Uh, and and no, because there's shit blowing up and people. And, and, the whole crux is a murder. Yeah, yeah, and not that it's. I mean, not that the. Not, the Not even that. Handle, it's yeah. just it's just stuff that kids can't really connect with outside this dinosaur. But he's not even he's not. There's he's, no reason for this character to be a dinosaur, right? There, there's nothing to this movie that says dinosaurs are somehow pivotal to the story here, and therefore they've just stuck a dinosaur in it and called it a kids movie because kids like dinosaurs. Well, gonna, yeah, there's I, nothing to to I'm going to blow your mind just a little bit. Ch- the childish spirit. If they made this movie four or five years later, he'd be a kangaroo. Yep. <laughs> Flavor oh, of the month. Okay. No, I'm just saying, like, I mean, like, they, if they made it now, would he be a honey badger? I, no, I'm just saying, like, no, I'm just saying, like, they, they wrote the joke, so, like, they were like, Oh, if he had a big tail, he could knock things over. Ah, uh, yeah, son of a bitch in his tail. Yeah. And I'm saying, like, it, uh, you know, remember there was like five years after this, it was kangaroo shit, right? There was yeah. Tank Girl, Jack. and then the Warriors of Virtue, and the Kangaroo Jack, and all that shit. Like when they were like, we can do animatronic kangaroos now. Let's do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, and, and there's so little the- CG or any other help in this movie to try and sell any of it. So yeah, it I just, looks I just like don't people in costumes what? walking around. It, I mean, what, what, when you get to the plot of the movie, which happens in maybe the last 15 minutes when you find out that this dude is trying to launch a rocket into the sun to create a new ice age so that all the shit he's recreated that he has since frozen can be unfrozen and he's the god of evolution or some shit. But it's he like wants the problem. to freeze everything. Which he and kind of is. is. Here's the problem. Yeah. Thought only his chosen things. It's... Yeah, the opening crawl of the movie tells you all of this. Yeah. And then they just leave it for the characters to figure out, even though everybody that's watching already knows because you've already told us. Right. Okay. Yeah. yeah so, that's true. so that shit obviously doesn't matter. On, it, it doesn't even matter plot-wise because you already know it. Yeah, but I mean, this dude's motivation doesn't make sense because he's already, he's the most famous scientist on the planet. He's obviously rich beyond his wildest dreams. He doesn't need any more power or whatever. It's just like, I built a rocket and I'm going to blow up the sun. And you have to stop me, robot Goldberg and dinosaur (laughs) Oh yeah, fuck, we didn't even mention that she's a fucking robot. Yeah, she's been like augmented Uh. with chips or something. It's never really explained. I think her her ass was augmented with chips. Yeah, they... Uh, uh, so what else is there? Yeah, uh, he romances the dinosaur, even though her husband was the, no, the roommate. Guy that got shot. She she was, she was very adamant about the fact that he was her roommate. And then they have a dance scene where they dance in his apartment and, and smash everything, everything with over. their tails, including the dog that yeah. he owns. Yeah, but why does the dinosaur have a dog? Because why does Goofy have Pluto? Mm. Oh snap! Mm. Wow. Mind blown. Damn, son. You just got schooled. Uh. <laughs> yeah, just, Here's your uh. plate because you've been served. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> I, I just. I, mm, yeah. I, pain. Pure I, pain. 
I let's don't just know what to this say is what people want. <sighs> yeah, I've already done that enough. Oh, God damn it! Yeah. Eventually, I just at one point in the movie, I had a screaming rant at the screen. I couldn't hold it in anymore. That's how angry it made me. And I think it, the, I was looking for a gun. Yeah. The the most infuriating thing about this movie is is its tone in that it's so frantic and the music doesn't help that at all because it is that mm. Mark Shaman crazy frantic, you know, it's just like good times are happening, you know, and it's like everyone's muttering and mumbling and and there's always 10 things going on and none of it makes sense and tails are knocking shit over and hate it well i mean everybody should be happy to know that this guy never worked in hollywood ever because because he didn't think the studio promoted this movie properly so he said fuck it i'm out oh okay who the fuck do you promote this movie to exactly how did he sit down and say, I've made a fine film, the studio fucked me over by not making the right commercials? He's a liar. He's a goddamn liar. <laughs> How do you sign on to make this movie in the first place? I'll say this. It's funny looking at his credits because he wrote The Last Starfighter, mm-hmm. and yeah. I'm, I would probably get mud thrown in my face, but I can totally see that. Well, because we even made a Last Starfighter joke in this. There was a moment where oh, yeah, but the kid hears game, a video yeah. game and wanders over to it, and we were like, oh, greeting Starfighter. Yeah. yeah. No, but I was just saying... That, it's funny to know that now because that movie is would otherwise kind of be broken. I think if he directed it, it would be just as bad because that it's it's not a very tightly written movie. You no, know, it, it is all over the place. Yeah, it's all over the place in tone and and everything. And I think who whomever directed it probably saved that movie movie to have anybody even remotely like it. Mm-hmm. But yeah. So no, I mean, no there's signs there, of anything good in this. There are there are really. multiple scenes where it's it just it's literally broken from scene to scene where what happens doesn't make any sense. I mean, that's, that's, a, that's, that's, an understa- movie. that's an understatement, but I'm just saying in simple scene to scene transitions, there are things that don't make sense because things were cut, never filmed, whatever, just broken storytelling. I mean, and that, I, I, you know, well, that's really, just, that's the, just the feeling you get when you're watching it is you just feel sorry for everybody that's in it at that well, moment. Sure, yeah. Like early on, like even the very first scene where they're like investigating the murder scene and there's this one cop, who has to debrief, you know, who has to give Theodore Rex, you know, the, the info on it. And you're like, that lady was lucky to get the job. Yeah. You're she like, was happy. This poor woman, like it's on her resume now. Yeah. It's like, yeah, I was in the scene where I told the dinosaur how the other dinosaur got murdered. Mm-hmm. You know what? All the people involved cash their paychecks for this fucking movie. Oh, sure. I don't feel sorry for No, it. I mean, look, most of them obviously survived. Yeah, but the, the director is, you know didn't, she was but only that was there by for choice. A day. She was only People there for have been in much day. worse things for a yeah. day. You know, oh, Whoopi still, Goldberg got seven million a, for this. Except for Whoopi Goldberg, they don't put a gun to your head and make you make this right. movie. Well, they don't put a seven million dollar gun right. to your head. Well, what I was what I was getting at is, I mean, I don't understand. This is one of the things that's continually amazes me about the Hollywood system is that you take somebody who has no previous experience, you throw them at least one or two Academy Award nominated, if not winning actors Mm -hmm. into a 30 plus million dollar budget movie. And they can't even string together a simple narrative. I mean, they either film shit that was so boring and messed up that they just cut it and said, ah, people will figure it out. But I I just don't understand how this happens. Like when there's a a vast talent pool, uh, I've seen better student films put together with a better narrative than this. 
Yeah, but there are so many things that can go wrong. I'm it's sure like among are. all the jobs in the world, a movie director probably has among the most things that can go wrong on a daily basis. Sure, but that's why you start with smaller movies. I, I, I don't have any sympathy for somebody who's thrown this many pieces of, a, of anything. I think this, yeah. was, this was clearly a case of Jurassic Park had come out in 93 and made a fuck ton of money and mm-hmm. all the other studios were like green light anything that has a dinosaur in it. Was Barney popular at the time? Probably. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Like had Barney emerged yet in it the wasn't late, like late 95? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. Yeah. definitely. He had. Okay. Oh yeah, cuz I mean so that I, you kind of wonder if that had something to do with it too. I don't know. Yeah, Barney was years but before that. Dinosaurs yeah. were all the rage for a while. Yeah, I mean there was the show, there was Jurassic Park. They had the technology to put a dude in a suit and make it relatively convincing that it was a dinosaur if you I were on guess. a ride at a theme park. <laughs> I, don't know. I almost feel like they should have... They should have never maybe, done this. They should have never done this. <laughs> they should have never done this. <laughs> maybe could They, they should have gone... looked at the script and said, no. it's a dinosaur murder mystery. Yeah, but you know and what? And then said, what the fuck are we writing? How many times you made... You, well, how many times just like the wheels get set into motion on a movie and it just... You can't stop it. It's just... It has to be done. The studio is making it no matter what. If you don't do it, someone else will. Like, I wonder if he was in there giving the pitch for like a murder mystery. And he's like, yeah, and it's got this and this. And like, no, not, we the, need not some the special, guy who wrote these things. We no. need some special. We need no. so yeah, we need it. a catch. We need a catch. He's like, the guy well, wrote it. Wrote and directed it. There's no Wrote and directed. There's no excuse. If you are someone who's creating it, you have the vision and you do it. Yeah, I mean, well, having mostly complete creative control. Sure. The fault does lie squarely on his shoulders. Oh, yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Because he wrote, produced, and directed it. So, Mm -hmm. I mean, he had the majority of the power here. And And it's clear the fact that he walked away from Hollywood at the end of it meant that he was super proud of this movie and didn't understand all the hate, didn't understand why they pushed it direct to video. And he was like, if you don't see my vision, I cannot work in this town anymore. And he left. Or he was so embarrassed by what he had committed to actual real film that i don't he excused his way out either way whatever i will also say (laughs) whoopi goldberg's bad but she's not as bad as i was expecting for someone who basically was forced to be in this no she is somewhat professional in that she went i've seen actors hijack movies before i've seen them when they are contractually obligated obligated to do a movie and you can tell they're just sleepwalking through it she at least was professional enough to act now she's saying some of the dumbest shit I've ever heard, but she's at least doing it with <laughs> she knows it with the confidence of a comic relief monologue. She's she's up there performing, and so she I give her perf- kudos for <laughs> being is a professional. Good job, Whoopi. Yeah, uh, for that. Sure. Yeah, but that's... that is probably the best praise anyone has ever given Theodore Rex. Hey, and you made Goldberg ghost, is so. professional. Like I honestly, but I, I really expected her to just be trying to destroy this movie at every turn that I, she shows up on screen. I and was she hoping doesn't. for it. No, because I think once they got the settlement through, and she was like, "Okay, you're going to give me another two million, which means I'm going to make seven million dollars for this movie. Fine, I'll do your dinosaur movie, whatever." <sighs> yep, man. You and know, then she got a talk show. <laughs> I gotta admit, she I'd probably crazy. if for seven million dollars, I would probably absolutely act with a dinosaur. Yep, absolutely, yes, yeah. But not if I already uh, had an Oscar and stuff. 
Nah. I well, totally seven million dollars. Absolutely, I do. She made some mistake committing to this thing before having read it, or whatever the situation was that got her in it in the first place. She should have been smart enough to never do it. <laughs> let me let me pose you this question about this movie. Okay, we've okay. got we've got roughly thirty five million dollar budget with some Oscar winning, Oscar nominated, real movie stars in it. Now, mm-hmm. let's say this movie had been ten million dollars with nobody in it and a really cheap CGI dinosaur. Could it have potentially been better? Yes. <laughs> As like a horrible movie? I swear to you, it could have been better. If they got an actress with a better butt and put her in that outfit, yes. yes. Okay. <laughs> and Nin- we're, so we're, not Monique? <laughs> I, I pose to you 1995 Sandra Bullock in the Demolition yeah. Man outfit. Oh, yeah. Right. <laughs> See, better See, already. Yeah, that's better already. I'd be watching that movie a second time right now. Mm. <laughs> Future ex-wife Sandy Bullock. <laughs> Get in line. Mm-hmm. I'm I'll, saying I'll, for ex-wife no, no, but <laughs> I, uh, it, already been plenty of people. I don't know. I don't think it would burn. No, I think some like I've, I've talked before about movies that on the concept level cannot ever work like oh, well. Jack Frost. That's a movie I think never, <laughs> never work. It would never work in any conceivable dimension or world ever. Yeah. yeah. All right. Who is this movie is the same thing for me. Who was popular or at least palatable to children, female actress palatable to children in this in this day and age. In this day and age? Or in that day and age. In ninety five? Yeah. Like who's making Shit. kids movies? Mm. Or Just palatable to children. Uh, anybody can be palatable. I mean, I mean there, you know, it wasn't like Sharon Stone. Yeah, no. <laughs> no, no. I'm I'm well, I mean, Sandy Bullock is kind of, you know, kind yeah, of vanilla. Sandra Bullock's yeah. kind of she's vanilla. she's pretty vanilla. So Sandy Bullock but I, I love but, they keep calling her Sandy. But, but in, 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 in the, the uh, context of Sandy. keeping the same script or something similar with the same tones, maybe? Because then, then the actress has to be black. Because then, then the racism thing, the speciesism doesn't work. Well, I mean... It, I'm, th- I'm just saying, like, if, if she was able keeping, to work with keeping it... Keeping that tone. She was able so, to work with it on the blind so side. Raven thing? Simone. No. Mm. Not in 1995, because she would have been, like, 10. Felicia <laughs> Rashad. It is thinking, the future. She could have been a oh. future cop. I'm I'm thinking Child. one of the ways to correct this movie is okay. you take you take Whoopi Goldberg out of you know she out of it get take her, her out, out of her. it okay you get a palatable more attractive female star to fill that role sure change the crime so it's okay. not a murder all right and you play up the kids movie part so more hockey scenes sure <laughs> I mean the rest of it you mentioned up. the fucking hockey scene why'd you bring that back up but you I mean that's that's how Damn you fix it. that's the only way you fix this movie. Yeah, no, you fix this movie by never fucking doing it. You read the script, you go, I've written this script. I'm deleting it now. You know, before we watch this movie, I might have said, you know, this movie would be great if the dinosaur is in a Cosby sweater at one point. <sighs> Wait, did you? But no, I said oh. I would have. I, that, I, I'm just saying <laughs> I, I might have. That part I might have thought. War- I, was, like, I was wondering when we were going to get to the wardrobe scene. Yeah. I, I, uh, oh, the most. Can we stop that talking actually about this was, movie? Was <laughs> that <laughs> when I started ranting and raving during the wardrobe scene? Yes. I, I the horribly so. racist wardrobe scene? Yes. Yeah. Where it suddenly becomes a Jeff Dunham sketch? Yeah. So, okay, we'll talk about this real quick and then we're done with this fucking movie. Yeah. Um, so. The dinosaur has been promoted to temporary detective or whatever, and <laughs> sure. he's got to get a change of clothes. Yeah, he's got to get a change of clothes so that he can work undercover. So he goes into the police department's like never does. fashion department slash transporter Wardrobe beam department. Whatever. He stands in this thing, and some lady at the keyboard types things, and he changes, morphs into different outfits. 
that lady seemed actually genuinely pleased to be in that role. She was tickled. Yes, she she was. enjoyed but this herself. lady was far more incompetent than probably ninety percent of the dinosaur workers because oh yeah he said I need to be an undercover cop and she's like first thing a Viking outfit yeah yeah so and for some reason starts doing an opera singing for some reason for each outfit the dinosaur instantly starts doing a generic voice for whatever he's wearing racist yeah so a Mexican sombrero and for some reason the wardrobe comes with a giant mustache. Sure. And, and then there was one other one. I uh, Scottish? Yes, yes. There was a Scottish one. I think there was something else. There, there might there? have been one more. Uh, and then finally, at least at least it didn't put him in like a crisscross. You yeah. Know, they they, luckily they stayed away from the, yeah, so the it, urban camouflage. Yeah. Yes. His final outfit ends up being jeans, converse, of which he has like three that go over each toe. Right. Uh-huh. A Cosby, a Cosby sweater, sweater Cosby and a jacket on top of that. Right. Which basically looks like the outfit he was wearing when he walked in the room, yeah. minus the Cosby sweater. Well, well he, he was wearing a terrible sweater. Well, he had, he had to get the, the unexplained jizz foam off of it. Yeah, he yeah. was still covered in foam. But yeah. they said, he, he kept saying, I'm going undercover, I'm going undercover, I'm going I'm never, undercover, I'm undercover. He never, <laughs> ever no, no. was it. The slightest undercover, and he was the PR guy right. for the. He was their dinosaur <laughs> liaison, right. the first dinosaur. He was the detective. one in the. He was the media relations right. shill he for was, the police department. He was going to get poll numbers up for Shaft. <laughs> for Shaft promotes. <laughs> no, yes, he wanted to ha- have him raise his poll. Is right, his polls, exact word. Yeah. It's exactly no, so singular, singular poll. Day, yes, poll. he yeah. said, "I want you to raise my poll." Raise my poll. <laughs> Unabashedly. Yeah. Oh, shit. Working in a dick joke. Yeah. Exactly. All right. Fuck All right. this movie. Let's just rate it. Yeah, let's... Five. <laughs> Five. Five jocks? Five. Five. Five jocks? You liked it that much? Bags. Oh. Oh. <laughs> that was the most forceful bags I've ever heard. That popped in my ear. I heard that pop. I think that was like twenty-five bags because I think you said five about five times. God. Yes, five bags. Fuck. And fuck. I'm sorry. Fuck. For ever having brought this up. All I know is it gets better. Is the Tammy, is Tammy the, and the T-Rex cannot possibly be worse than this. No, let me ask this. Is Lady Gaga is going to write a song about how it's going to get better. For, just is, for us. Is Struts. the Sister Act 2 joke over? <laughs> Did never. this retire the Sister Act 2 never. joke? No. Never. No. Never. No, no five know. fucking bags. Yeah, five bags. It's, 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 no, it's a no-brainer. This is the most painful thing like I've I sat through in a long time, and I sit through some shit. All right. <laughs> and, and we know there are those of you out there that are going to want to watch this movie. Don't. Go ahead. Don't. No, go ahead. Don't. If you want to, if, you, if, no, this, you is know what? if no. this is entertaining to you, if you like our pain, fuck you. Watch this movie. <laughs> now, yeah. I don't know. I don't exactly. care about you. I think you guys are if really missing the overall enough, picture of this movie. If, I, if, I think if you're the... <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> if you're dumb enough to not heed our warning... <laughs> You deserve every fucking thing you get. Absolutely. Every second of eye-searing you know I, fucking misery. I'm going to make a point here. To, well, I'll let you rate, and I'll make a point right after. I well, tried to put just, myself to sleep during this movie. I don't know, man. I just... Uh, what don't you know? There's... <laughs> I can't even come... No, it's fine, bags. I'm sorry. I can't even come up with a justification right. for why it's any higher. I am going to say something that is going to make everyone even angrier. Mm, okay. This Great. came out on DVD. 
Uh-huh. I Come in Peace has never come out on DVD. Never to die. Action USA I don't live has this never world! been on DVD. Yeah. Arena yeah. has never been on DVD. Yeah. Action USA. I said Action USA. Uh, that, okay. was the, that was the first one. Sorry, we stopped listening to you. <sighs> cool yeah. as ice. I'm just... <laughs> Not on DVD. I'm just pointing out movies... Yeah, I know. I'm just looking at everything. That are significantly better, and if they were on DVD, Omega I would Cop. buy them immediately. Mm-hmm. Omega Cop was on DVD. I come oh, in peace. It, it did come out on DVD. Blu-ray release. That's what yeah. it needs. But but I'm saying any of those movies, I would buy in a heartbeat. Somewhere, somehow, this was released on DVD, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. mass produced. There are thousands upon thousands of copies out there. Somewhere. Yeah, but good luck getting your hands on one, at least for Netflix, because it's a save for later. <laughs> Well, apparently it, everybody's been keeping their copies of. No, the government is hoarding them for psychological oh, warfare. It okay. is three dollars brand new on on Amazon right now well, in that's, stock. That's too much. So if you're interested, if you're a fucking idiot, assholes, <laughs> god damn it! Yes. Why are you getting angry at them? You're the one that's this. <laughs> are you just projecting now? Yes. Okay. <laughs> I'm just. I'm. I'm trying to make it very, very clear. You're trying to blame shift. Yes. No, I'm just no, trying to make just it very make clear. Sure don't watch it. Yes. You just. You all make me sad. <laughs> we? Us? People, what do we the do? people that wanted us to watch, the, like, they want us to suffer. They make me sad. No, it's okay. I'm no. fine with it. I, I can five bag this, and, and I'm, I feel like I've wiped the slate clean. It's gone. It's gone, and I'm ready for good movies. Good for you. I'm just afraid <laughs> next week we're going to be like, Tammy and the T-Rex is going to be like a four bag movie, and we're no. going to be like, five jocks. <laughs> Best thing that's ever happened to us. No, I producers you know, should like be sending in their tapes now. So yeah. it's like, well, I, our movie's not very good, but it's no Theodore Rex. Get it in there. I, yeah, I can't come up with any reason to rate this movie any higher, but I will say this: I still think I've seen worse or things that just made me want to claw my eyes out worse. Yeah, yes, sure. Yeah, but this I is mean, the just, cast. I'm just saying, like, as no. far as kids' movies go, I mean, like, as I watched, far as how it's shot and filmed and everything, it's competent. I, this I movie understand. came out the same no, year. It's, as really, Babe. Not, it's not really, really not. Babe no, it came out the same year. I, what I, really? Yes. Yes, it did. But what I'm saying is, Babe like, was way better than this. Ten minutes of cats and dogs, and like I it. couldn't even make it any further than that. So there's shit like that that's uh, newer and made. The a lot only more reason money. I I continued to watch this, yeah. is because it. That's what I kind of have to do. I would not have finished this movie. Just, I don't abandon a lot of movies. I would not have finished this. Okay. I wanted seriously. Ten minutes in, I was I, like, okay, I have to make a decision. Do I stay? Or do I make this the one that I walk out of? I mean, if we put in cats and dogs, we would force ourselves to sit there and watch fucking cats and dogs. I understand. I I, I think I would draw a line at like, I've seen 10 minutes of like some of the terrible uh, spoof movies. I think I saw 10 minutes of the fill in the blank epic movie, date movie, whatever Uh, the fuck it was. I'd rather watch those. No, you wouldn't. Have you ever watched a single five minutes? I saw the the 300 parody. Meet the Spartans. You saw the whole thing. The whole thing. Why? 88% of it. <laughs> How drunk were you? I, I came in late. How oh, drunk okay. were you? Seriously. I watch, wasn't, no, I wasn't drunk. Watch, it was terrible. Watch, I, just, I just watched it because it was a spectacle. Watch five minutes of date movie and tell me you could watch that over this. Yeah, I'm just saying. I, I, no, I agree with you. It, it, yeah, it, All right. Let's just. Yeah. There let's are just worse stop movies. Let's take this. a break. Okay. It's t- we're t- okay. There are worse movies, but it's down. five bags. It all right? is. Yes. Yeah. That's all you need to know. There you go. There you go, internet. There's our supper. Fuck. Fuck.
right, welcome hey, back. Hey, Bamcast. Half number two. Two. Yep. Ah, we're better now. Yeah. I feel great. I feel purged. I feel rejuvenated. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, so let's jump right into some voicemails, shall we? Let's dive face first. Sure. Let's do it. <laughs> Take it away, Fleabeard. Mm-hmm. Voicemails. Hello, guys. It's Todd again, Fleabeard. Um, fuck you guys. No, seriously. I just about drove my truck off a fucking bridge during the outro slash cutscenes, whatever, because I was about to lose my breath laughing. It was pretty funny. Anyway, no, you know, I didn't slam the phone down, so it's actually me throwing my trash can in the back of my truck. I've got a regular cell phone like everybody else, not a Blackberry. Well, not anymore. <laughs> wow. wow thanks, thanks for Todd clearing all thanks, that Todd. up so, um, many, so I'm assuming he's talking questions. the uh, Cotton Eye Joe outro not because we didn't do anything funny I last am time. pretty yes. sure yeah. yes what he was talking yeah. about okay because yeah. he actually sent that before we released the last episode oh this is this yeah. is true yeah. this is true yes he just barely missed that cut Frank so our episode, epic episode 100 yes mm-hmm. sorry that I almost killed you <laughs> you're not no you're not you no. can admit it. You're not. No. 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 Maybe a little. Mm. It was all for a laugh. <laughs> there you go. Right. Right. Uh, okay. It's everybody's favorite. Is Jacques Stranger. Yeah. <laughs> Jacques Stranger. I have but one question for you, and I hope it's never been asked yet, at least. Um, what was the very first film that you ever saw? where a special effect was clearly and distinctly visible. And of all the films I ever saw as a kid, and I believe me, I saw absolutely everything. I, it was Terminator 2, of all places, where which first revealed itself to me during the motorcycle chase. And then uh, the first time CGI was an absolute cankerous sore was uh, in The Mummy Returns when The Rock became the little scorpion monster at the end. Anyway, food for thought. Hope uh, you enjoy my message, and uh, sorry for hoarding you every week. It's becoming an obsession, an addiction, something that torments me and haunts me. Anyway, anyway, love your show. Have a nice day. Bye. Right. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay. So, uh, after, out of all that, I think what we're going to pick up, pick up into talk about there is, you're saying, like, the first time we noticed an effect that broke the illusion of a movie... Mm-hmm. Sort of your first obvious bad special effect. Because obviously mm-hmm. we're we're talking about a little bit of a gap there. If you're saying like your first one that you noticed is like something in Terminator Two, we're ours is probably pre CGI then. Because mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. just thinking like I I know effects broke things before CG. Mm-hmm. I can still say what probably the worst CG thing ever I've ever seen is probably the end of Hulk, Angley's Hulk. It's just a CG. Oh, it's nightmare. a nightmare. It's yeah. a mess. It's incoherent. I've yeah. only seen that movie in like. You saw their work print version, didn't you? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. We've so, already... so I have. I, yeah, I can't say anything about the effects in that movie other than they weren't there when I saw yeah. it. No, yeah, it was... and mine is probably going to anger a whole bunch of people. Okay, oh but the first one where I know where I knew that it was an effect and it bothered me, which I like it now. But when I was smaller, I was like, "Oh, that looks dumb." So I hate to say, it, but it was Clash of the Titans and a lot of the stop motion stuff. Ah, well, where okay. I'd watch those and I'd be like, oh, "That." That doesn't look right. That was pretty jarring. Yeah, mm-hmm. but I mean, you look at it, but I can appreciate stop motion, and for stop motion, that stuff's pretty awesome. Yeah, but you're, you're, but coming, you're coming after, then, like, I was like, Empire and Star Wars, and yeah. it's like, you've seen what real monsters mm-hmm. look like. And yeah, but even the stop motion Harryhausen stuff in, like, Empire is still has that kind of broken feel to it. 
I mean, the, the Tauntaun stuff, I mean, that's... Yeah. Yeah, but that's minimal. I mean, I it is all over Clash of the yeah. Titans, where it's yeah. just sure, like yeah. that's the first one. That's the first one where I remember going. That looks weird. Yeah, you know, and I mean, if you know, now when I think back on it, like when uh, when oh god, what's his name? Mott's face melts in Raiders of the Lost Ark. Mm-hmm. It's like very clearly this model of him that melts, but. You know, back then that it, has it never did, bothered. Didn't back then, it, yeah. I didn't even yeah, notice the, the it. And that's what I love. Up head looks worse than his. Like yeah. the melting, I think yeah. looks really good. The one that goes, you know, yeah, yeah. I honestly can't like I can't remember one from my childhood that really stands out for me. I guess I was kind of a sucker, um, and always watching it on a terrible small TV. So I can remember seeing the black hole as a kid, which you know obviously fucked me up as a little kid, but. There was a there was a scene in that when the the big robot Maximilian comes down off like a ledge or something down into the middle of the room, and you could see the strings like lowering oh. the thing down. And as a kid, yep. I was like, "Ah, oh, no!" <laughs> <laughs> but I I mean I've been able to overlook that since, and I think one of the DVD releases has actually blurred that Cleaned out. It up. Yeah. yeah, but man, as a kid, I was just like, "Ah, oh, strings! No, yep. it's a puppet." Yeah, and my, I think I think I've mentioned mine before. It's it's Empire Strikes Back, the the blue screen Luke falling through the Cloud City. That's always bothered you. Yeah, that's yeah. that has always bothered me, and it took until like the second or third special edition release for mm. them to finally fix it. Super special edition. Yeah, yeah. Um, Hollow edition. As far as CG, my favorite terrible CG are the uh, the alligators in Eraser. Oh God! Oh. You know, I've never actually that, those seen are that movie my favorite. For- those are my favorite bad CG of all time. They look amazing in how terrible they are. The lighting's all wrong. The coloring's all wrong. They don't, they just. Uh. Well, I hate to bring it back just because we were just talking about it, but I mean, the CG that's in Last Starfighter is so jarring because the rest of that movie is so practical and rubber effects and everything. Well, yeah, well, Tron's like that too. Yeah, but Tron still kind of lives in that world. Yeah. But I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like, it, it literally is like. Hey, here's model spaceships and rubber aliens and a big set and everything, and then it's like horrible early, 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 early CG. Like mm-hmm. almost looks like a cartoon. Like it switches into a cartoon mode when he does the start. I didn't burst. have a problem with Last Starfighter at the time, yeah, because it looked unique enough to be almost stylized. It, now it looks bad because CG has has improved so much. Yeah. But I'm just saying, like it, it, if it had like done a little bit more to establish, like okay, this is what space looks like, right? <laughs> you know, space looks like big polygons sure yeah. it's kind of just kind <laughs> that of take 10 days to render yeah well haven't you ever played asteroid that's all it is mm-hmm. boop, boop. yeah you played it i lived it i was it <laughs> but yeah yeah that chuckles I, it, nowadays it's like it's funny when you see something that's just awful like you know when you see a cg nowadays it's just like that that just really really stands out i mean sure you can still call it but it, it just mm-hmm. it usually at least looks passable yeah I, yeah, it's like well, I mean, well, back in the '90s, you got one pass at it. Generally speaking, like you wireframed it out to make sure the motion worked, and then when it rendered, it was like, "Hey, come back, like do it Friday night, and hope it worked on Monday morning, yeah. Yeah. and hope that it was done by Monday morning." Whereas now, you, shit, you can probably render in real time practically yeah. as you're yeah. animating. So that's why effects have gotten better because back then it was, "Oh fuck." That doesn't work, but we don't have time to re-render it. I yeah. just thought or another, we just cost the studio another million dollars. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I just thought of another terrible CG I that I, I actually want to... time from the government. I want to rewatch the movie because I let this ruin the whole movie for me, and now, looking back, I'd like to give the movie another chance. Blade mm-hmm. 2. 
is there is a CG shot towards the very end of the movie, like in the final fight, where that was always one of my biggest problems in, in CG is when the C, it became a CG character and they suddenly did unnatural movements. Mm-hmm. Like like the, they established there was some you know wire effects or whatever. Like, the, okay, this guy kind of has superpowers or something. But then there was that shot in Blade 2 where he's fighting and then like in the blink of an eye, he goes bouncing across the room up the wall and then does this fucking wrestling move down on the guy. Mm-hmm. And it's so horribly CG and it just doesn't look realistic in the movement at all. Well, have you ever watched the deleted ending of Blade 1? Mm, no. Where Stephen Dorff turns into like a giant whirlwind of blood and <laughs> vampire yeah. stuff. Yeah. Okay. It's fucking weird. And it's like, I can see why they abandoned it. And I'm, and the CG isn't done on it. Yeah, I was going to say. But it's like the parts finished. where it is done. They knew it, they wasn't going to get believable yeah, enough. The parts that you saw that are done, it's like, Jesus, what the hell were you guys thinking? Well, I, w- I don't know why they wouldn't just have him go for the character he's known for, like go into full like bat wing vampire, mm-hmm. whatever. Yeah. The guy who's supposed to be playing. And, and anyway. yeah, and I will agree with him about um, Scorpion King Rock oh, God, at the yeah. end. Yeah, we'll of, sure. That's. But that's just because that, I mean, it doesn't even look like The Rock. And it doesn't have any reason to be in that fucking movie. That's the thing that bothers me about it is like, as much as we love The Rock, cut that shit out of that movie and it's it's a kind of fun movie. Yeah, it does sort of bring Mm -hmm. the movie down. Uh, Also, just sticking to the CG for a second, um, there's a a, a radically different director's cut of The Expendables coming out that cleans up a lot of the bad CG stuff, like the burning Steve Austin at the end and a lot of the CG blood Mm -hmm. and violence and stuff. It's like 13 minutes have been added to it, and he's really? restructured some of the effects or taken them out entirely. I had not heard hmm. about this at all. Yeah, it comes out on Blu-ray in the next couple of weeks, I think. Interesting. But yeah, um, I think I know what I'm asking for for Christmas. Yeah. So, Tickets I mean, to Expendables 2. <laughs> I mean, that movie, one of the faults, and there are only a few faults of that movie, and some of the CG stuff in it was bad. CG um, blood. I don't know why we haven't figured out CG blood. I don't know it why we want looks to figure like CG out CG blood. blood. Stop it. Just well, bullet packs. squibs. Yeah. yeah. And I guess because a couple of people got hurt by squibs going off. Yeah. Fuck them. They're in a union. You can also, <laughs> you can also, you know, you can get more blood with a CG, with the CG blood and they can control, you know, the way it, but it just, it's not looking right well, yet. No. You know what they need Fluids to do? Fluids are so hard to, yeah. to set off to a squib work. and then enhance. Because that will give enhance. you the realistic, uh, right. at least original explosion, and then enhance from yeah. there, and then go, well, okay, this looks this way as it flies across the screen. Let's just add more droplets. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I guess, but, you know, it's, it's any any liquids are still exceptionally know, difficult. Well, at least you have a model, you yeah. know. <laughs> and sometimes a lot but of it, too. they have lots, yeah. of, lots of models and data on that stuff. But yeah. yeah, a lot of it, too, is ratings. Like Fast Five the director's cut or whatever you want to call it that's on the Blu-ray is basically all CG blood added in when guys get shot. That's not in the regular that. cut. Yeah. See, but it's that, not but like that's when we like, were watching Fast Five, I was like, man, if there had just been some blood in that, I would have felt better. Yeah, it, no. it, feels, it, it feels no different. Yeah. It really, it honestly feels no different whatsoever. Yeah. All but, right. Well, I say we move on because we got more. Okay. All right. Uh, next one up is uh, Ryan in Dallas. Ryan. Hey, Vance Cass. It's Ryan from Dallas. And I've been doing some thinking. Now, your scale, one to five bags, one to five jocks. But my favorite movie that you've done, it might have to be Twilight. I said Action USA for the 100th episode. But thinking more on it, it might have to be Twilight. Not because it's a good movie, and not because I like to hear you get angry at movies, or I, not that I want you to watch five douches a minute, 
but because it's so absolutely important to the scale, just like robot jobs. And to me, that's, you know, that's important to have those bad movies being able to be compared to something that lots of people know about. And, uh, yeah, so as weird as it sounds, I think Twilight is probably one of my favorites that you've ever done. And it's actually the first episode I've ever listened to you guys. So uh, just wanted to call in and share that. So Ryan out. All right. Thanks, Ryan. I think that's a pretty insightful pick there. Without, without pain, we would not know how good pleasure is. Exactly. Yeah. So. He's just endor- He's like the one person endorsing our Yang. Yes. Well, yeah. I can introduce I get the feeling you to he's, he's endorsing more the episode. <laughs> Thanks for touching on our Yang, movie, Ryan. <laughs> no, I think he's. Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't think he's necessarily endorsing the movie. He's just saying that it's important to have. It is. Yeah. It's, it's important to have a standard of lowness. I think we were lucky that it ended up that way. That that was the movie that was the worst that we saw that early on mm-hmm. in the whole thing because mm-hmm. it's also kind of like if you genuinely like twilight you know right away you're in the wrong place if you're listening to yeah. this yeah. Yeah. it's you sort know? of like a disclaimer right up front this is yeah, not right. for you this is what we rate as one of the worst right. or the uh, the original worst yeah, so because for the life of me i can't figure out why but there are plenty of people that love twilight movies so oh god yeah but We're, yeah but it, it would be totally different if we had watched forbidden zone then it's so like oh the forbidden zone because because it's, really, it's a different type of worst not, movie. Yeah, and the thing is, people that have seen Forbidden Zone are already kind of our audience, and there's plenty of people that love Forbidden Zone. Yeah. And yeah. I think they and even Another, unders- I cannot for the life of me figure out why, but... <laughs> yeah. I think they it, those folks at least understand why we hate it. Sure. Because yeah. that, that's, why they, that's why they love it. Yeah. I, that's I, why we hate it. I, I still would leave Twilight as a, as a clear demarcation point. I mean... I honestly believe if you genuinely like that movie in a non-ironic way, you have no place here. Yeah, <laughs> I, 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 I mean, I don't, that's I, not even being mean. Yeah, that's just I don't you, generally you don't, draw a line no, in the sand, yeah. but I would say that is a that is a clear line of yeah. which you do not. It's cross. such a polar opposite because even the fight scenes in that are just terrible. Yeah, yeah just everything about like, that is awful. Ah, yes. oh, the vampire running. Yeah, speaking of yeah. shitty Ooh. CG. Yeah, speaking I mean, of bad yeah. CG. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. And just there's just. There's nothing fucking happens in that movie. No. Nothing happens. Now, have you guys ever ventured past the first Twilight? No, no sir. No. No. Okay. no. We're waiting for eating babies out of stomachs. I, I, st- I still say if they guarantee me, no, if they guarantee me like a bloody vampire C-section, I may. From I may what go to I understand the of the new one, it's at the end of the new one, and it's wait, what? It's it's at the end of the new one. They split the book into yeah. two parts. But I thought that was like the end, the fucking end. End. No, 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 no. no. No, it's at uh, the end of the first half of whatever this fucking thing is. So they're like a whole other kind of movie they worth. Team and, up together and rescue and the baby. And as reviews that are kind of in our mode of viewing Twilight have said, it's kind of like you want to see that, and they're kind of smart about how they do it, so they kind of shy away from it because they know exactly how fucking ridiculous it is that he does a vampire C section. They his know teeth. that they can't possibly show that on screen. Yeah. All right, fine. Why yeah. Yeah. I, I thought that was like so, the end, end, end. So of that the would whole be thing. just yet another letdown in the Twilight series for you. So. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Great. So there you go. I just saved you the time. Thank you. Fast forwarding. Fast forwarding really, to the end of the movie. I to didn't see that. really. I didn't know. I like I said. I thought that was the end. End. I thought they had like a no. super happy wrap up of whatever the fuck happens where Wolf <sighs> Boy falls in love with a goddamn Fetus. baby. Yeah. Who fucking knows? <laughs> goddamn baby. BMFcast.com. I fucking hate that I live in a world that that sentence makes sense. I know. I know. 
Oh, it doesn't make sense. I mean, it's a well, thing. Yeah, but it, it makes make sense, sense to people. But the, the, that sentence can Lots mean something, yeah. and people would go, "Yeah, yeah, I know what you're talking about." All right, so All right. Uh, I think we have another voicemail. Yeah, we do. Good morning, Bathcast. This is Buck calling. Y'all really need to check out a movie called Hardware from 1990. It is a little gem of a movie I picked up on Netflix Instant. That is, well, just really good, but it's just interesting. There's a. Uh, well, they find a dead robot in the middle of the desert, bring it back to the city, put it in an art installation, and guess what? <gasps> it comes to life and tries to kill everyone. Yay! Um, but probably the best way to describe it is it's a heap of flickering neon and plastic surrounded in smoke. It's just a weird movie, and it's good. Um, anyways, that's all i got to say about that. Um, keep up the good work, and this is Buck out. Never change, but never change. Your exuberance makes me happy, sir. Mm-hmm. But yeah, mm-hmm. hardware, hardware. Harlow has mentioned this. That I have. That's got a, a good times. ring to it. Yeah, because that you were considering it for 1990. Yes, because it's the movie that uh, I movie in the back the of my mind uh, was confusing Robot Jocks with, and not in like that they're at all similar, but that I saw them like within a week of each other, and mm-hmm. scenes I were. Was thinking for one or from the other. So mm-hmm. they came just, out on video around the same yeah. time, and usually were in near the same place in most video stores. Yeah. Um, so yeah, in the section with the movies. Yeah, the one with the movies. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Usually yep. close together. Yeah, so I we, saw it when we, I came out. Movies. I do want to see that. Of course you did. I do want to see that, so we'll have to get to that. But you know, sounds good. Robot. We, we've got our, rec- our, our, our Rexes going, and we yes, got we've a got movie. our Rexion. We got Busey coming up after that. So. Yes. Yeah. 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 So it'll be a little while. Yeah. Well, that's all the voicemails. Okay. But thank you, Buck. Thanks, Buck. Thanks, Buck. The right, originator yeah. of the out. Yes. Buck out. Buck out. Uh, yeah, we did have a uh, an email from Walter. Oh, Walter. I know we're supposed to say Walter, but I don't care. It's more <laughs> fun to say Walter. <laughs> but yeah, uh, he just gave a few suggestions that I'll run off real quick here. He said, hi, guys. I know that you guys already have planned a lot of movies to watch for the next few weeks. Boy, do we. But I thought that you would want to eventually review these ones. And the first one is Shark Swarm with Daryl Hannah, <laughs> oh. Armand DeSante, and F. Murray Abraham about killer CGI sharks. Anything with F. Murray Abraham is tops in my list. Uh-huh. Yep. We got another one with F. Murray Abraham that Ooh. I I have wanted to put on the list for a while. Surviving the Game with Ice-T, oh. Gary Busey, oh. Rutger Hauer, yeah. F. Murray Abraham, and John C. McGinley. Yeah. That really needs to happen. Holy yeah. shit. Because yeah. that movie is awesome. I'll watch that one by myself. I don't care. <laughs> that movie's awesome. I, I, I don't know how we haven't yeah. watched it yet. It's just weird that we never got to it. But yeah, it and finally, might be my instant cue. I'm not sure. Yeah, he said, and finally, in a previous episode, someone suggested Stone Cold, which I think is a perfect movie for mm-hmm. you guys to discuss. Keep up the good work and know that you made me a bad movie fan, Walter. All right. Hooray, Walter. We should find a month to do Most Dangerous Game adaptations because there are plenty of them and Surviving the Game is one of them. Isn't there uh, No Escape? No Escape with Ray Liotta. And Ernie um, Hudson, I think. Yeah. <laughs> Those came out like right next to each other, too. Yeah. Ghostbusters. There was like a year. We've already seen Deadly, Deadly Prey. Yeah. There was, it was weird. There was like a year of Most Dangerous Game. It was just like every studio. It was like their big slash like father, like son. Maybe it went into like a uh, public domain or something. <laughs> Maybe. And just everyone was like, adapt that shit. <laughs> Put Ice-T in it. <laughs> yeah, Ice-T is Most Dangerous Game in that one, right? Yeah. He's like and a homeless dude they kidnap. B- is Busey the leader? 
No, or I think, is he one of the henchmen? I think he's just one of the hunters okay. who's paid yeah. a ridiculous sum of money to hunt Ice T. Yeah. Ice T season's over, butthorns. But <laughs> but Ice T was a Nam or some shit. Yeah. <laughs> of course. Ice T then Nam. Viet fucking that's why we Nam. Can't, that's why we can't do those movies anymore because everyone in Nam is like in their sixties or seventies now. Yeah, so yeah. it's like Well, they're they're all from the the original Gulf War. That's that's the fucking okay, yeah. soldiers guy. Yeah, yeah, it's not the same though. Because it's not a jungle not- environment. You can't do most dangerous game in the desert. Yeah, but you still got training, or they were on a predator planet or something. <laughs> <laughs> yes, on a predator right. planet. That works. <laughs> All yeah. right. What else we got? Uh, I don't know. Turkeys. Uh, you guys see any movies? No, I did. I shotgunned the entire first season of Community. Oh, Ooh, really? Yay. That's Good for all, you. That's all I have to say, because we are, Chuck already talked about that back on our TV episode, but yes, big thumbs up for me. So you like it? Oh, yeah. I'm so glad. And there are episodes directed by Fast Five's Justin Lin, mm-hmm. so... Woo! And one, probably my favorite one so far, the paintball episode. So. Oh, yeah. God, that episode's so good. All right. Man, All just, right. just wait till season two. I know. That show gets so goddamn crazy. Um, I did see a movie on Netflix Instant Ooh, this weekend. Really? Yeah. Hmm. I watched Centurion. Oh, uh, yeah? What the fuck yeah. is that? That is a an movie. U- ultra-violent... Romans fighting uh, in Roman time, northern England. Oh, in like the first or second century or whatever. Did you like movies about gladiators? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's got um, it's got Magneto, Michael Fassbender in it. That's not Magneto. Who is? Yes, it is. Oh, whatever. He's better than Michael Slowbender. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, he's he <laughs> is good as always. It's got a uh, Jigsaw, Dominic West. Okay. It's also got the chick from uh, the second Daniel Craig Bond movie, Quantum of Solace. <laughs> oh, oh, the Kerlinko, chick. Who never, who never chick? speaks. She is mute in this movie. Like, oh, good. Oh, Olga, whatever. Yes. Yeah. I'm not going to try to. Yeah. Probably because she has a weird accent and it would not sound right. Yeah. It's me. But yeah, that movie, it's uh, by. Hang on. By. The, who's Plato. the guy that did Descent and Dog Soldiers and Doomsday? Is it Neil Marshall? Uh, yes. Yeah. Wait, Wait he oh, made a movie that doesn't start with D? It's <laughs> the guy that made uh, Doomsday? Yes. Totally fucking in. He's yeah. in. Yeah. Totally well, fucking well, in. Hang on, love but Doomsday. Yeah. But he made The Descent. I'm out. I love The Fuck Descent. Fuck that movie. I like The Descent. The Fuck first it. One. Yeah. Neil Fuck Marshall. Sorry. I didn't want to get what's his name wrong. Wait, wait. What's wrong? such a generic name. What's wrong with The Descent? I don't want to get into this. Uh, I do. <laughs> Chuck has gotten in trouble for saying how much he hates The Descent. Okay, real quick. Here's my problem with The Descent. You take this character with a horrible fucking backstory, tragic, tragic backstory, torture her for an hour and a half, kill her, the end. That is not fun. Hey, you spoiled the movie. Well, I didn't talk about the, the cave creatures. Hey, you now spoiled that too. Uh, there you go. <laughs> no, but this is... Um, fucking intern. This is satisfying kind of on the same level as Conan was, the new one. Though really? not quite as much. Oh. Conan's a lot more fun. This is a little more serious about it. Mm-hmm. But it's a lot of a lot of dudes getting like an axe in the face, Ooh. and Dude, limbs getting chopped off, and blood I mean. everywhere, and just super violent and just kind of fun that way. In that it's it's very satisfying, and uh, Michael Fassbender is really good in it, and he's kind of like he's kind of the the last Roman left from a group that gets where everyone gets killed except him and they kind of are wanting to question him and he escapes and he ends up with Dominic West's troop. And then from there shit goes bad 
and it kind of becomes almost like a chase movie through okay. through like Northern Ireland. Oh, I, I think it's Northern Ireland. It's it's like the mountains and all these old, grimy, dirty forests, hmm. and it's all how this small group of guys that's left has to uh, try to escape and get back home. A charming tale of a coming home. Yeah, not quite. <laughs> not quite. Shit goes real wrong for most of these guys. But yeah, there are a few twists I was not expecting in it. Um, some that were I was very much expecting. But I don't know. It's one of those. It's it's kind of the definition to me of like a four star movie, like a four out of five. Where it's like, that was pretty good. But it wasn't like super awesome. Not great, but better than average. Yeah, but it was satisfying in all the ways I wanted it to be satisfying. Hmm. So and, it's probably kind of like Doomsday. Like, I mean, I, I enjoy the shit out of Doomsday. I think I even came across it for like cheap on Blu-ray, and I was like, "I'm good. Mm-hmm. I saw it. I enjoyed it." But I don't. Yeah, it's kind of it's kind of a, it's a perfect Netflix movie too. Because yeah. it's like, yeah, I'll watch that. That'll keep me entertained. Oh, I don't have to own it, right? <laughs> you yeah. know. Yeah, that's that's exactly how I felt about Doomsday. I was like, "Damn, that was I was not expecting that to be that good." But I'll probably never watch it again. Yeah, yeah I'll, I'll definitely but, check it out because I had no idea it was the same guy. Or, but yeah, it uses some of the choppy action scenes, but not mm-hmm. entirely. It's like certain, like when there's a whole bunch of people on screen, it gets really crazy, but then they kind of tone it down when it's actually like one-on-one fights and that sort of stuff. So mm. okay. the action's still pretty good, but yeah, there's some, there's some hardcore violence in it. That's a lot of fun, I but, but I still enjoy Conan a little better. Yeah. But yeah. Right. So let's get some contact information so we can like stop talking. Okay. Okay. Go to bmfcast.com for all the BMFness that you need. Also, check us out on Twitter at twitter.com slash bmfcast or at bmfcast on Facebook at facebook.com slash bmfcast where you can like us and post shit on our wall. You can also check us out on uh, iTunes if you search for Bad Movie Fiends. We like to be rated and reviewed and good and five stars are things we like, but we'll take what we can get. Also, check us out on Stitcher. A, it's an app for all of your relevant mobile devices where you can stream all of our podcasts, including our sister podcast, NoQuarters.net. And you can also send us emails to bmf at bmfcast.com. And yours may be read live on the air, like Walter. That rhymes. <laughs> and then finally, like your compatriots, the mysterious stranger, Buck, Todd, and Ryan from Dallas, be a hero. Do what you must for America. And that's calling the Garfield phone, the BMF cast hotline at 910-5JOX-BMF or 910-556-9263. And you can call if you're not American too. Just one. You to, can. Yeah. You Dial, can be whatever you are. Be an Australian. Be an Australian <laughs> for America. Right. Sure. As long as you don't mind paying the fee. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Right. <laughs> or record us. yourself on your computer and uh, or, you know, email yes. the MP3 yeah. to mm-hmm. us. You may do that as well. Or record it to cassette and mail it to BMFcast <laughs> at Kira. <laughs> right. All, All of those things. things. To BMF Studios, Kira. BMF yeah. Cast. Is it done? Is the Nightmare of Theodore Rex over? Yeah, next week, Tammy the T-Rex. Yay! Yay! Maybe. Next week, Theodore Rex 2. Triple the Rex. Rexing. <laughs> the Rexing. <laughs> no. The, t- <laughs> no. the t- T-Rexion. The T-Rexion. Oh. oh. T-Rexion. Oh. oh. I guarantee you there's a porno somewhere to call that. <laughs> T-Rexion. Yeah. I'm looking that up. That's, that's what they use that leftover costume. Yeah, it's like, we got this costume, we got Peter North, what yeah. do you want to do? <laughs> use the tail. See, <laughs> so it would be like, T-Rexion, a dinosaur's porn parody. Yeah. I can't control this tail. Uh, uh. Right. Let's get out of here, please. <laughs> right. I'm Harlow. I'm Mackie. I'm the Beach. And I'm Chuck. 
And this is Bamcast out. <laughs> <laughs>